embargo for something that we cannot leak. Kath, can you pass me a tissue, please? I'm there. So make good audio. Show your bodily function for the microphone. We'll just get Kevin every time. <laughs> Don't go outside! <laughs> <laughs> Don't make unnecessary Don't journeys. journeys. Amazing, there's still people swimming in the... <laughs> <laughs> Don't take a risk. <laughs> That's got to be the start now. Shall we Pick start? Shall we start in the mix? No one ever starts in the mix. Especially not Dan Henshaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't take long. Uh, he was first listener offended. <laughs> so. so there was some mixed. They were in groups. <laughs> Moving on to the mix. <laughs> So I think when we looked at this pre-tournament, I, I'm going. I might go back and listen to make sure. Didn't we say that we like Italy might not come top of this group? We seem pretty because Croatia were down as the bottom seeds, weren't they? Because of um, well, the, they were the top. They're the top seeds because they're the host. But they were that way around. Oh, sorry, first, that way around. They're the worst ranked team in that group, apart from Serbia. I think. Yes. Long or short of it. But here they are. Four four wins out four wins out of four in Group A. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Against a, a, a team terrible. like Italy who have had the historic like, success. Well, yeah, he, they did have Egazelli, not Egazelli on in there. The he didn't play. He didn't play mixed. His brother uh, did. There was a different Egazelli. Yes. Is he? Is he? Is he? Uh, hang on. He played men's, not mixed. Well, is his brother as Gazelli? You can tell that he's his brother, but he's no. He's Gazelli from. Are you asking if they're both bald? Gazelli from. Just go back to the Tim Day joke. Nikki Day's like when you're out and about, you're like, oh, could we have Tim Day? It's like, oh no, uh, we've got we Tim, Tim Day, Day at home. home. <laughs> you have to edit that out because I'm not sure I'm supposed to know that one. Um, but yeah. yeah, like even without him, because Italy obviously their women's team is very good, always has been. So they've always had a, a good way to supplement uh, the men that play. So for them to to not come top of that group is a credit to Croatia. Yeah, 100%. I think... Um, it's a crime. I was like, it's a crime against Italians. Um, I think, well, I think, to be fair, I think Italy were using mixed as a bit of a, like, development route for some of their players who weren't necessarily being a focal part of their men's and women's teams. So I think they... I can't remember if they took three distinct squads, but it, they may well have done. I think a couple of countries did that, actually. But, um, and it used to be much more common, didn't it? That mm, mixed was sort of more yeah. of a... Develop, you'd play your mm. people who you weren't sure you were going to start in your sing, split gender teams in your mix, and then... Which I'm pretty sure that's what France did, isn't it? They have France took three distinct squads mm, to yeah, this. They yeah. Did, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then I think in the... Like, since maybe... Like Italy, maybe a little earlier. So we're talking like four or five years ago. I think basically when people realised that getting a clean sweep of medals was definitely on the cards if you played it if you played it right. Certainly, the bigger nations have been taking mixed as seriously. Well, not mm. there's not so you don't take it seriously, but they've been taking their medal chances in mixed yeah, as seriously. Picking, as the other picking strong teams. Across throughout my squads. time with throughout my time with Ireland, we always had three squads, three separate. Really? Pre- pretty much. Um, occasionally, you'd get maybe one from each would overlap, but. Predominantly, we always did three separate because it gets more people out. It gets more people travelling. It gives more development chance for players. Mm. Uh, we put everybody on every team sheet, so mm. that. W- but we would go in there with like Sam. You will be mixed Jordan men's, for example. Then obviously, if something happened or that, you could always swap it round 
if if an emergency struck but yeah it, it, it gets more people out it gets people training and things I'm I'm a big advocate for it I'd like it where possible I know it's not because some small nations but if there was a way to make that mandatory I'd be all for it but me personally as a spectator as well because yeah. mm. I, I don't yeah. like when I'm watching a big nation play a smaller nation but we'll take like Austria and then out a of nowhere a small nation like Austria <laughs> <laughs> and then out, out of nowhere in like the second half of a mixed game if it's a bit tense against say Croatia on bring Stefan yeah, bring on, on comes Lisa mm. and it's like okay the stars of the other bit I feel like like I'd rather it be everyone play like stick in your lane that's just me personally yeah. I think there's ups and downs to it I think there's the flip side is if you are one of the smaller nations and you will kind of want to just like get as much bang for your buck as you mm-hmm. can then it would be rude to exclude Serbia, for instance, and competing in both men's and mixed categories because they had to have overlap because they just didn't bring enough people otherwise. Yeah. And Serbia's first ever Euros? Yep. Serbia, Norway, and Denmark, Denmark. who only bought yes, the medals. Uh, Serbia were the ones that um, basically their, their entire squad got changed a couple of weeks before Euros. Mm. What happened? Oh, wow. Uh, issues with the previous squad, wasn't it? Um, I think they were basically uh, they were basically like two sports clubs. I'm not sure if they were actually dodgeball clubs, but I think they were just like sports clubs in Serbia who made a bit of like a gentleman's agreement that they'd come together, they'd give dodgeball a try and they'd like like co- collaborate to yeah. try and to get a team out there. And I think one of, by the time that one of the clubs like fell through, so they had to draft in loads of extra people. From people who had played two or three dodgeball sessions yeah, yeah, yeah. basically absolutely max yeah. so they were Ooh. oh boy so yeah that was not a not a kind introduction to them but I mean to be fair like we played them in the men's and they were well aware that they were like a, a couple below the rest unfortunately but they played all in um, very good spirit, spirit and yeah. took it all with good grace and uh, yeah hopefully hopefully they'll be back bless you thank you um, so yeah, so Italy would have been maybe a little disappointed with that. I'd have thought, what would you Irish the Irish come in bang in the middle of the pack? Um, I think that I think Switzerland would be disappointed to come to beneath them given previous results <clears throat> between the two because I think Switzerland have had the better of them the last two Euros. Um, but Ireland, I'd say women's well, apart from that one men's tournament where we went far, mixed was always quite a productive category. For Ireland, it always has been, and um, they're quite consistent with that, and and with the women's game for the most part. So I'm I'm not too surprised. I think that one could have easily been a who just happens to be having a better day or more informal, whatever it is. But I think they're they're both pretty even. Yeah. And it was our first time with the twenty minute halves, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I was just, I was just Still looking covering. down, <laughs> looking down the list and seeing there's no draws in Group A and Group B or C. I, mean, I don't know if do. there's a draw all tournaments apart from, from, well, apart from basically the longer. finals. Yeah. Although um, I think they are less common in international anyway. I, I can't I can't really think think of outside of a, a semi or a final any draws at group stages at, at Euros. I can't really think no, of No, you get a lot of one set wins, don't you? Yeah. Mm, we yeah, we drew against Sweden a couple of Euros ago in, in Italy. But yeah, that, like, that's what I'm saying. Few yeah. and far between. Yeah, 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 there aren't really aren't that many kicking around. I but. ignore my point. However, Group B, es- Viva España. <laughs> <laughs> who I yeah. think were who we could get from over the screen. I think not necessarily the surprise of the tournament, but certainly 
one of the surprises. It'd have to be up there. If you're yeah. going to have an award for that, they'd be in the running, wouldn't they? I think, had an amazing I think they were a pop 14. Spain. Yeah. Yeah, they um, would have been. Someone said pop 14. I was like, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> All the way down there. Um, but I think Spain potentially did the opposite of what um, Italy did in that they put their strongest players in the mixed team mm. but versus the um, other teams who often prioritise their single gendered teams for one one reason or another. And I think, to be honest, part of the part of their thinking might have been what actually panned out is that if they came second in their group, because, well, I would I would say I didn't expect them to get close to Northern Ireland, but more on that later. Um, and if they did come second in their group, they'd have one of the comparatively easier mm. quarterfinals against, so against Croatia's group. So, yeah, um, they saw a good opportunity based on a good draw and... They still have to beat Sweden. Sweden weren't, yeah. Sweden weren't, well, Sweden are definitely not a bad mixed team by any stretch, admittedly, they, admittedly without Ben, but I think their women have seriously, seriously improved and uh, their women's rate uh, performance this time around is a testament to that. Yes, yeah, so we'll more on that later. Yes, jump, jump in all the guns. I think potentially, sort of on the flip side of that, the Netherlands have been steadily gaining across the tournament in the... Th- this will be their third? Their first one was Glasgow. Glasgow. Yeah. Uh, we played third them in the quarterfinals. Oh, no, no. So they've been in, in it as long as... They, long, yeah. as long as I yeah. have. Yeah. 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 Right, yeah. Yeah. Ignore that point. They've been well, playing quite a long time. The Netherlands are about as old as the neutrals. Was there only one... <laughs> where there? Because of the pandemic, how many Euros did we miss? One or two? So we, we had one in there 2020, are... didn't we? Was that no, Newcastle? No. Newcastle was 19. 19. 19. So we missed two, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah we would have had that. It was Glasgow, which I wasn't at. Lignano. Then yeah. Newcastle. Newcastle. <laughs> Draxton. I've not heard. Where's that? <laughs> Draxton and now him. So this would be it. their, what is that, their fifth then? So their yeah. fifth, this was yeah. their fifth, yeah. Obviously, they would have been training in the meantime further, so it is... Six seven really because yeah. of training yeah. they've been doing and whatnot. And yeah, I, so am I, I right in thinking that a lot of their players have started playing within the uh, Austrian league or something like that as well? Something. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe the Belgian league, but I can't, mm. remember, can't remember. I don't, can't remember whether the Netherlands have like a um, have their own domestic league or not. Um, I mean, they, but, I, but I think they again. I think they prioritize their individual yes, um, so more so than mixed, which because those potentially meant they missed a trick in one one way, shape, or form. Most. Yeah. So and then, excellency Norway making their debut. 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 Some familiar faces there as well for anyone that's been kicking around the English scene for a little while. For Norway. You mean? No, Denmark. I mean Denmark. You mean Please Denmark. edit that out. <laughs> Not like, Scandinavians are the same. What do you mean they've got a red flag and a Nordic cross in the middle? <laughs> speak uh... some garbage language. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they speak IKEA? <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find it's Ikea you know like Americans ask us what part of London are you from can we say what part of Ikea are you from <laughs> this would be so, like the whole oh it's GB versus Australia do you think these guys have ever met at Euros before <sighs> he was very tired to be fair by that point I will edit this out but I don't know how geographically minded you are based on previous exp- previous um, <laughs> stuff not particularly but um, someone I saw someone post on Reddit saying that um, Finland is the ball sack to the flaccid yeah. penis that is Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see it on the map, I can't unsee oh, it. Oh, that's really good. 
Yeah, and then moving on to group C. So we've had the two groups of five and now we're only on groups of four. Correct. So when you mentioned about uh, Spain putting their best players in mixed, I believe France have done that historically, but I'm not sure they did it this time. I think time. they did the opposite this time. Looking at their group, they probably maybe a wise decision because we know Czech are very good at mixed. Yeah, I mean, but then yeah, I mean, but then again, like the the French men had something to say about this mm. tournament, didn't they? And the French ladies in Drachten certainly put on a bit of a show. I think they came up a little short this time around. But um, I mean, equally, like the proof of the value of that decision will come in in due course when these players when these players eventually like start becoming more focal players for their country. And then there's the madness that is Group D. So, and three out of three wins for England as group favourites, just to, to, to know it. Yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> Boring. So looking at Group D's table at the moment, why are Hungary placed above Wales? Why, yeah, where, did, where is the next So, so we were talking yeah. about this. This is going to blow Before, your mind. Yeah, so because yeah, I'm, I'm thoroughly confused right now. So yeah. for anyone who doesn't, for some reason, have the old Tornify app in front, app, open in front of them, um, if you Austria in classic Austria fashion walked the group with three wins then Scotland Hungary and Wales all beat all had one win and one loss between each other basically so we're all tied on points um, Hungary actually have a worse overall set difference than Wales yes. however are currently ranked third and the reason for that is because the way that they've the way that um, ranking is done is on head to head rather than um, set difference um, but for a three way tie it's the set difference in the matches between those three teams oh rather than the overall God. ones but, but so, what Dave did so I did that but there is, there is merit in this it is very overcomplicated <clears throat> potentially obviously straight set difference is the easy option that is for easy bet. but what this does then mean is it means if where if if you're Scotland, I'm Hungary, he's Wales. Means when we play those yeah, games, <laughs> when we play those games, we have to we can't rely on then. Say you've got a weaker team in your group, you can't go. Well, I'll go beat them by thirty points and I'll still get through. It's fine because they'll count our head-to-head record first. So you have to take your group games against your rivals much more seriously. Than just no. battering Serbia. Than so, just yeah. battering whoever it might be. <clears throat> so what actually what actually transpired is that in the fu- the ninety second set between us and Hungary at the end of the game, um, Hungary had already won the match. I think it was I think it was like seventeen thirteen to them. Mm. But if we won or drawn that ninety second set, we'd have come third. Oh my god! And we lost it and we came fourth. Yeah, which is frustrating. For anyone that didn't know, Sam had quite a frustrating year. <laughs> No comments. But he doesn't uh, doesn't no longer has concussion. So I was going to say, does he remember this? So maybe that's the silver lining <laughs> yeah. to the concussion. You forget the frustrations that come with it. Yeah. So I mean, should we finish with Group D and then go back up to Group C? Because <laughs> okay. Oh, no, we, did talk about, we did talk about France. We did. Yeah. yeah so I, just I, I started by talking about France. But did we talk about England at all? Yes, I did also give a. They okay. top three. They top the group with three wins as favourite. That's, that's what you need to say. Like. And I said Czechia were very good. I didn't mention Belgium in your defence. Yeah, see, see. Belgium had a great time. <laughs> it's always good to see Belgium. Belgium uh, might be one of my favourite. They're up there for my favourite nation. Yeah. Uh, their their attitude towards the game, how they do it, and how they play. I think yeah. they're getting a lot better. They're, they're getting a lot better. Their improvement in like three, four years, whatever it is, is. Yeah crazy so there we go feel better yeah i also right fine we can go back to talking about group d now um, <laughs> no we don't 
Me and Dave, yeah, on, me and Dave were uh, like live messaging each other, watching Wales Scotland mixed game. Work. I was stressed for both teams watching this. Well, uh, we also realised we have very different views on what to do as well. Yeah, and, and I just texted you. It was just oh, we can't stop playing with your fucking food, and you were like. I thought it was pretty much perfect because it was like the, <laughs> the fifth single that went just over their head and I was like just hit him just hit and him and I was like they don't need to hit him they're boring winning dodgeball. it's fine boring dodgeball oh. two and a half minutes of near misses I was I think the thing is the thing in that group uh, the thing that surprised me in that group because I think I watched it, all the mixed games in that group actually because I was fascinated I was really surprised across at the way teams did subs and the timings and amount that was the thing that got me which we, if we ever do a tactical deep dive, we'll go into it. But I would like to be a fly on the wall as to there were some dramatic changes in games at that group of like multiple people at the same time, which really then altered the flow of a match. And I was like, I, yeah, I, I think all I watched all the nations do it. And I was just sat there thinking, mm. why? Because mm. it didn't really go well for any of the nations after they did it, particularly. Mm. And it's weird because you think if you were the fourth nation to do it. Mm. You would have seen the other three, three do it and it not go well. But I think like with forty minute, not forty minute halves, forty minute games. Um, please no. <laughs> um, I oh, think no, they're just okay. yeah. Even as, a, even as a spectator, I'd struggle to watch that, and I love watching this. Um, I think there were quite a few like pitfalls like that that people just fell into as a result, just because like import like important in inverted commas like areas time periods of the game just fought at slightly different times when people are at slightly different energy levels and that kind of stuff and i think a lot of teams erred on bringing too big a squad particularly in mixed mm. where you may as well mm. take like take people who are overlapping in both and as a result i think like trying to get people on court for a decent chunk of the time was just very difficult particularly in a group of four yeah it is hard isn't it with longer games you i think it's as a coach, it's really difficult, but you have to say to the selected people, you've been selected to go, but everyone should go in there with no illusions of game time, which is the hardest thing because it's volunteer yeah. and you're paying your money. And of course, all you want to do is get on court as much as you can. But if we're going to take the mantra of, we want this to be not like professional in quotes, but yeah. you know, if you're going with a name to win all your matches, then you have to... Yeah, if you're going for a result and not for an experience. Correct. Um, and you have to know that as you're paying your money to go, that there is no, there's no guarantees. Yeah. But obviously, that's much easier said than done. Much yeah. easier. So into the knockouts. Uh, these are the positional. Sorry. Uh, we can. I guess we can gloss over these. These are the positions. Um. So. Oh, it's uh, a score. I was like, Belgium came thirty-first. <laughs> out of nineteen teams. <laughs> so yeah. So. Norway lost to Switzerland only by a set, to be fair, which is a very strong showing for a yeah um, debutant team for a, for a debutant team, and then Belgium um, saw off Serbia um, fairly convincingly. Mm. Um, I think to be, I think that might be a walkover from Norway against Serbia, just because Serbia took had so few people and so many injuries. So I think they oh bless them yeah I think they they didn't play all of their games, but I think they were like rel- relatively justified in so doing. And then Switzerland beat Belgium for the. 15th place yeah we beat Wales for four we uh, beat we, Wales yes well done we beat ourselves <laughs> this is how it felt sometimes um, we beat the Netherlands for 13th so that's good for us we are the best team to come fourth in a group <laughs> very good <laughs> then 
Yeah, so actually this is something that's slightly different to last time in that it doesn't go to just a... It's not like you have the top um, top two in each group and then the middle two in each group. You don't have like a, a six, uh, an eight-team cup and an eight-team plate. You have the top two in each group go to the knockouts. Third in, third in all the groups have their own smaller knockout and then mm-hmm. the teams from fourth and all the groups come have a small knockout so there is definitely mer- merit to finishing third in the group rather than fourth in that respect which kind of makes sense so sorry for the hard of understanding <laughs> have you still got a route out if you come fourth and in- no you haven't got a route out if you come fourth in the group a route out in well so it's in it's so, like- i mean you get to go home if, that's what <laughs> if you, you come mean. fourth if you come fourth in the group the highest you can come is 13th and if, you come, if thir- you come third in the group the lowest you can come is 12th you come anywhere between 9th and 12th but yeah, but you can't get into the top eight. Correct. The question I'm asking. You can't go and win the. You can't you go can't, and win yeah, the so event. Yeah, so you are you are still knocked out, but it, the playoffs is in a different way. Different. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the first time Balls of Steel twos women ever got th- ever got through a group, and one of the men's first team characters goes, "We're through," and Molly Harper then captain just went, "To where?" <laughs> <laughs> the mythical. Yeah. Cup. So, so Sweden. 9th to 12th is all the teams that came third in the group. So Sweden beat Ireland in one of the playoffs. Hungary beat France in the other one. And then Sweden beat Hungary in the Good game, 18, final 14. positionals. And Ireland beat France for 11th. So, um, which, to be fair, I think like good results for both of the final mm. winners, or the, both of the final positions for that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah. either, either nation is going to be unhappy at that, are they? No, agreed. Especially given... Hungary, well, Hungary beating beating us and giving Scotland a hell of a game, which I'd recommend recommend anyone watching, even if it's just for my terrible commentary. Um, then yeah, so but still good showing for Sweden, nonetheless. Yeah, very good. Uh, Oof. And then, so then, it, so for anyone for top two in the groups going into a knockout, um, if you lose your quarterfinals, then you play for between fifth and eighth. And if you win your quarterfinal, then you play your semis and either a final or a bronze medal match. So, um, the aforementioned Spain beating Croatia to get to a semi-final as a pot four team <laughs> is absolutely nuts for what it's worth. Yeah, um, it's so good. And then not only that, but then to really, to really, really push close to, get, to getting bronze, it was absolutely nuts. Um, Which I think sort of to. Go back to the whole how are you playing in your mix? Are you playing your best players across the board? Are you playing sort of more development squad? Obviously, we know how good Northern Irish are across the board. Um, and I think as who was their route? So yes, so I suppose it's difficult for, for the big three as they are now, England, Austria and Northern Spain. Ireland. <laughs> Spain is a big Spain. Spain, yeah. Spain, Spain have made it a top four. Yeah. It, you can't. I'm about to say something really stupid, but I think there's quite a good point in there somewhere. We'll see. Like, you've got to pick your lesser of two evils, haven't you? Because you're gonna to have to meet one of them before the final. Not necessarily. Not if you're England. Not yet. Right. So this is the question yeah. I'm asking. Yeah. So, so basically, Northern one, one were the... unlucky because they in, were going to come. Sense, yes. They were going to come up against Austria. So, well, yes. Yeah, so every, every year, if you've got yeah. three of the top teams, it's not like every year two of them will. We'll play in the semi-finals yeah. realistically. I think actually, to be fair, it was relatively well balanced. Because last, as... last year England beat Austria in the semi-finals, yes. didn't uh, they? In mix last year. No, but I thought Austria beat England. Austria, England beat Austria in the men's. In men's, yes, that's it. So yeah. Yes, because then it was men's semi-final. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, England then I final. 
Um, but yeah, so England had the easier route in inverted commas in so far as not meeting I'll Austria. Go to the or... juggernauts of Spain. Yeah. Um, but yes, I mean that both both of these final both of these medal matches would a thousand percent recommend watching watching these for for both reasons. And that's think, a lot. Yes, that's actually more than the percents actually go up for. But <laughs> I mean, we we need to talk about some of the events of the final. Yes, we absolutely but, do. I mean, the Arnie double catch. Oh, yeah, no, yes, <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, can, can, oh, like, the that's the most casual double catch I've ever seen. And look who he's catching step, off as well. Step forward and, <gasps> and Tamas just going absolutely bananas <laughs> <laughs> celebrating him and Simon after it. Yeah. But it's like... That the, whole clip is mesmerising. Yeah, the, the timing from the Austrians... is so good. It's too good. The, it's time, too good. the timing's <laughs> impeccable. The way he just goes down, because... These are like Austria's best throwers as well. Yeah. This isn't like just anyone they're playing in a group stage or in a trade. Like this is unbelievable stuff, and he just drops and uh, it's oh, oh god, it's, kind it's of so one of those good. Where you're like, did his brain just do? You know, sometimes your brain just does it. Yeah. Or did he just forget to dodge? No, or, no, or he, like, do, he does. He, he, he steps he, into it. Well, no, I think he's going for so a lateral move. Yeah, he's, he's, he's lateral to the right and just sucked them in. And then just read it yeah. basically. Yeah. Like, oh, I think so he set off his, almost his aim, yeah, his aim was to take one. The way he's yeah, taking attention out. Yeah, because I was like, look at Stefan. I was like, right, if I get cutting yeah, out here, yeah. then I have yeah, exactly. yeah, so done my trick. As we get always, out one of the best players in the world. Arnie gonna on. As we always the say, <laughs> take the fastest ball and get in front of it. But what if they're both the but fastest then if ball? If your other one... Is it Lisa? I think it is. Yeah. Lisa has... Oh my God. She's got an unbelievable throw on her. Mm. She just, like they both release at the same time yeah. and Lisa's got further to throw because he's thrown from the middle <laughs> and it arrives at the same time so never it's absolutely this nuts. is why I think mixed dodgeball is such a setting point for the sport because never let anyone tell you that you like in a, this is dodgeball specific that you can't put different genders on a court and have an absolutely incredible game like and it's not just about men do these things women's players do these things it's about working that team together and when you got like talent like yeah. that, absolutely incredible. And to see throughout that final, like the moments where you had, for example, there were a couple of moments where we had two England ladies left on mm-hmm. against like a mixture of the Austrians, probably like two or three players down. And it was just no, absolutely no fear. But they like, and also no one on court is like, oh yeah, great, we've achieved the primary objective of getting rid of all the scary men. Everyone's like, right, fuck, what are these two girls going to do? Mm. And I just I just love it. As someone that doesn't actually enjoy playing mixed very much, I think I would always... I think individual sets offer so much more variety in mixed yeah, to I would, I, I'm a spectator. Just much... in terms of you have very different... Like very the dynamics, different dynamics. Can shift yeah, yeah. so quickly. I, I'm um, a huge advocate of watching mixed. I, mixed, when you're at that, that level... At that level? Yes. I think it's harder when... Yeah, she's going over a certain hump. When, once you've got... It, it's all it's kind of I suppose relative to if you've got the two fourth places in each group playing each other then it is almost the same again because of you need yeah. two teams to be matched in level yes. if you've got one team who is vastly superior it's a bit rubbish then mixed I, mixed is my least favourite format Yeah. if you have two teams like this we're very, it's right up there because yeah. this final was unbelievable the semi-final was, so was great stressful. as well Northern Ireland Austria oh, yeah, semi-final was, final. was semi. also like amazing so yeah. it's yeah, I, I I agree, but I'll put a little asterisk. Yeah, yeah. Of that next to it, I think for mixed. If I think I think it's sort of like shades, isn't it? Because I would agree. I would say that's the same for most matchups, and that you know the ones where it's like someone's getting pounded are 
like 60% less interesting. You're welcome, Jules. Um, but like maybe in maybe in mixed, it's 70% less interesting. So it's only a little bit less interesting than this than the straight stuff. Ah. Anywho, I finally turned up. I'm, yeah. I'm firing on well, six. Yeah. So in, in the final, for those who aren't aware, it went to uh, sudden overtime, which is the first overtime we think we've ever had in a Euros final. No, first uh, sudden death. First sudden death. Yeah, it's not, first yeah. not the first overtime because I think we've also had a couple. In England, of like, Ireland, yeah, Northern Ireland men's go to overtime. overtime it went, last yeah, it year, went yeah. to an. I think it went to a ninety second. Was it just a ninety second set? Just, yeah. just yeah. It's yeah. definitely the first sudden death. death. Yes. Yes. and yes. the chat, the chat was going wild. Fucking the Austrian coaches agreed to be mic'd um, for the stream, which everyone was just then like, I would have been fired. Like I'm never going being I would I think it's an amazing insight and a lot of the um, Austrians and any of the guys that spoke German who were watching were kind enough to translate it into the chat so the commentators could translate it. Mm. The level of professionalism I do personally not possess to so keep it all stuff that could be yeah, translated no, and not lose you your job. Not for me, Jeff. Yeah. Not for me. But yeah, so it gets to sudden death and it's two on two. So it was Charlotte Josiah and Alice Bonsignori for England and Lucas Decker and. Mm. Not Lisa. No, no, it wasn't Lisa. Um, Nikki? Wasn't, yeah, it might have been Nikki. I'd have to double check, but I can't remember. But one of the Austrian women, I'm sorry I can't think at the moment, and um, they throw a really nice two-ball attack. Again, great timing, right over Charlotte's head, who ducks. Great dodge. They run forward. Lucas still has a ball. Him and Alice both throw at each other from point-blank range, and unfortunately for Alice in this instance, his throw just arrives first, because I'm 90% sure I think she clips him just after, but she's already out. Yeah. So it's it's one of those where that's just it. That's very unfortunate. Yeah, they've gone for a great stuff, stuff, the finest of you know, great dodge from Charlotte. Their Did timing on right. the, their timing on the double running is is near perfect. Yeah. It's just yeah. Lucas has realised last second he has a ball. Well, and it's a it's a not a panic play because he's too good for that. But it's a calculated. I think I might be about to yes, die. I must get in first. Play from him, which is credit to he the knows, girls. He knows the risks that he's taking by because he's kind of falling over as he does it. So he yeah. knows the risks yeah. he's taking. It's a game. Yeah. Just, it's a like yeah, a it was going to be the last regardless play. of what yeah, happened the last there. Play of the like, game. Seriously, ballsy. so obviously unfortunate from from an English perspective because that's a really cruel way to lose. Oh, so uh, yeah. um, the team deserved to lose for so how good like, that game was. It, yeah, it's a really harsh way to go. But obviously, as we'll get on to. Uh, the bounce back ability of the England women is unmatched. Um, no spoilers at this point, but it's well. But obviously, congratulations to Austria. Oh yeah, Congratu- congratulations to like as you say. Congratulations to everyone who everyone who played. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think I don't think anyone will ever look at an Austrian team in any category and go, oh, they're not probably good winners, are they? That they're amazing. They're a yeah. great. Their setups great. Their coaching staff are great. The support is unmatched. Um, even though that speaker's really off-putting when you're on court with the sound effects. Yeah. But it's... it's they, will, they will turn it off yeah, yeah, nicely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to Austria on that. And obviously, commiserations on that one to England, but you couldn't have done much more. Yeah. Um, and Austria didn't have a gimmick this year, I've heard. As in, they didn't have a little dancey thing that everyone adopted in a cult-like fashion. What circle thing did they do? Well, last year... Which we then took to Worlds, which really put off everyone else. We as in Europe, probably. We as in we Europe, as in yeah. So specifically the did, neutral they zone. They had something similar-ish. Well, they had it dragged in. I think they had something similar-ish at um, Newcastle. Newcastle. They had like a little clip of um, eat, like some sort of electronic dance music. And um, 
this sort of, it's basically like, huh, da, 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 huh, and they had a hand gesture. So they were doing it to the crowd mm. after all the Austria matches. Mm. Then as they do, they always invite everyone yeah. to get involved. So by the end of the tournament, everyone did it. There's an amazing clip of post medals. So you know when you're all standing in your lines and they do all the medals, and then two of the Hungarians got engaged mm. in Drachsen. Very cute. So like they're like, oh, we just have a really quick announcement from blah, 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 from um, Hung- Hungary, who comes to like, oh, yeah, sorry, everyone, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not been a strong one for me tonight. And he comes back, oh yes, I just go, could I just get um yeah, like Lisa over to come forward? And obviously his girlfriend comes forward, they're like, oh, oh, oh. And then he poses, also Holland goes mental, very cute. Um and then you get who is it who always has the speakers? It's, it's um, Max. It's Max, yeah. Comes around the front and the whole room turned to the front with their arms in the air to do to do the thing. And um, so then you've just got like a hundred and how many people doing and I'm at the back of the Welsh queue with Lewis Diggins who does three of them just goes wait this is a cult <laughs> like, <laughs> but the best one He's was not wrong. we then got to Worlds and there were a number of six or so European nations at Worlds and they did like play a meet and greet in one of the hotels and of course if you know who anyone is you then suddenly see Max and a mate walking around with a wheelie suitcase and we'd all have bets on about whether they'd bother to fly the speaker out because it'd be quite expensive getting it all that way. But then you see him making his way to the front of the room. You're like, right, here we go, here we go, here we go. <laughs> so sort of, in a, I have to say, an incredibly cult-like manner. You sort of realise the boombox appears on a table. Every European in the room turns to the front of the room, stands up and put their arms in the air. Yeah. And the rest of the the rest of the world is now all just hail the hypno toad. <laughs> 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 so the rest of the room is now just there like, oh. And then of course it comes on and everyone in rhythm the other nations got their phones out filming these European weirdos. Like, oh it was great. But they didn't have a gimmick this year. Sorry, that was a very long winded way of saying that. <laughs> um Go to Euros for the gimmick. I was about to say, yeah, we've lost it, yeah, glossing over a couple of things. because um, that was an overtime win as well for England versus Scotland. Was it overtime or was that just the last set? Nice second set, I think. It feels like the same thing, doesn't it? Yeah, a little like bit. it was seventeen all. It's a shitty way to and do. And it finished nineteen seventeen. Yeah, again though, I like the mix. I think the mix might have been the best category throughout, from group stages to knockouts. In it's terms certainly of, like the closest. In terms of quality of games and close and, and drama, I think that's right up there throughout the whole, throughout the whole thing. Um, no pun intended. Um, the England Scotland game again was class. Um, I just had so much fun watching Steve and mix. By the way, this that whole tournament. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was just. Was just story we in, I, I think it was one of the the beginning. I think it was one of the very first like group mixed games. Um, England, we basically got told off by the ref because they thought we as oh, team yeah. on court and the supporters were booing the other team, but when we were all Steve, and it just sounded like boo because. The, the no, they're saying boo words. We know we can promise you we're all saying Steve. It's his name. <laughs> Some jokes will never go. Yeah, no, and the, the, the chat was going off as well, wasn't it, during the final? Like, yeah. and whenever he came on, you just go, like. Everyone in capital letters. Steve! With like 16 E's at the end. E key has never been the same again. In Steve, we trust. Yeah, yeah that shirt's coming back out. Uh, he is actually going to travel to, I think, Worlds next year. I was speaking to John the other day, the maker of T-shirt. So we may get another. Yeah, we may get another. Get one. another batch on, John. I thought you were talking about Steve. Just like <laughs> yeah. I was like, I wouldn't. I'd be quite surprised if he wasn't there. To be fair, but he, you know, he's their own. Um, 
Do we want more Steve content? Go to events. Because to be fair, and there want, might be more Steves. We don't know. If you want drama, <laughs> finishing with the women's is the way to go. Um, more Spoilers. groups. Sorry. More, um, more groups of more teams. And, and here's two for two for Czech. Oh, no, no, it was Croatia, wasn't it? <laughs> Damn it! Yes. That's okay. Croatia. Said with such confidence. A Catherine level well, cock up the, there. The dodgeball gun giveth and he taketh away. It's two for two for Italy, coming second in the group. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, and also Norway, who of course aren't Denmark. <laughs> there, was a draw this, there was a draw this year, right? Sorry. Where? Um... Italy against some Republic of Ireland of the women's, I think. <laughs> so not that we're looking. No, but just great. like just making jokes about Italy. I was trying to think. Did they get second in every category? And then realised that their group was monstrous. But anyway. So yeah, and but speaking of Croatia, um, from the sublime to the ridiculous, is a bit harsh. But um, <laughs> crikey, man, slightly less to sublime. The slightly less sublime. Anyone seen the Barbie movie? I actually haven't though. No. I've heard it's good. Wait, we're going to watch it when it comes out on Disney. I think it's coming out soon. Yeah, I am going to watch it. I'm, I'm curious. But yeah, go on. No, no, I'm not. No, no it's just the joke is that he yells sublime really loudly. So yeah. there we go. Oh, is that like the um, that clip from Hercules from the nineties where he like disappointed? Where he, where he shouts out a stage direction in the script. It said <laughs> it said look round and, and like in brackets disappointed. And he just because he saw it in capital letters with that, he thought he meant yell. So the actors go disappointed to the to the heaven. Kevin Sorbo, you terrible, terrible man. I'm presuming it's smoke of that ilk because that is yeah, an amazing clip. He just, apparently, he was improvising. <laughs> But like Barbie's trying to yeah, trick him into being that. his girlfriend. And so like turns up being like, oh, you know, I'd love to be your girlfriend, actually. And she goes, oh, yeah, cool. And she's like tidy up. Like she's do something, just walks around the corner and just screams, sublime! <laughs> <laughs> Comes back as if nothing has happened. Good, good. Ryan Gosling is quality. Right, well, if he doesn't get the Oscar for Ken, I'm, I'll, I'll revolt. Another th- pop culture for Ryan Gosling. Watch his and Harrison Ford's interview with Alison Hammond from in Blade Runner 2049. Just you, put that into YouTube if you haven't seen it and enjoy. I've never chaos heard such, es- like, Chaos everywhere. From end- every interview I've ever seen Harrison Ford do, I've never seen just such an authentic laugh. Oh, he doesn't laugh. He's that, a like, famously miserable yeah, bastard. during that interview. And he's <laughs> having the time of his life with a woman who admitted at the start of the interview she hadn't even seen the film. <laughs> <laughs> And then Ryan goes and cracks all, open whiskey. I and like they're all drinking, aren't they? Two questions in. It's a great interview. Another Ryan Gosling. Ghosted. Group A. Yes. Denmark, who we know people from. Um, great clip of Wilkins getting hit in the face. Thank uh, you, Tom, for posting that. Honest, yeah, honestly, that little bump. <laughs> Shout out, obviously, to our, our friend Will Robinson, coaching them at their first one. Yeah. Mm. We do love Will. Good job, mate. Did some good commentary as well. Mm. I didn't know she could tune in. Then you know when you forget everyone doesn't know what you're talking about, immediately put on the stream chat who let these two idiots commentate. Was it, it me was and me and Will? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just look like a dick now. <laughs> well, um, speaking of Belgium improvement, third in the group. Third in the group. They, yeah. Very respectable. Yep, two wins. Um, I think that's the first time they've won twice in a men's group at any so. competition yeah, so certainly far certainly in a group it might be their first group win they might have only had position wins yeah, until this point exactly so so that's really good obviously Denmark getting a win on debut is really good as well obviously mm. that's tough on Croatia <laughs> but it was the, the worst thing so that was on the Thursday night it was on the first day and um, the like evidently loads of like the Croatians had brought them just brought their mates along and just like said like come on down like it's it's free entry um, come and make some noise and, and watch us watch us play the lowest ranked lowest ranked team in the group. So the 
Stan was fucking packed with Croatians. <laughs> it was great. Um, and then Denmark just sidewalk, just running away with the game. A bit unfortunate. Croatia came back into it a little bit more towards the end, to be fair. But Denmark, like, yeah, put on a very business-like performance. But a very, in, a very sort, of, yeah, a very interesting group. Um, Belgium against Denmark was again another, another very good game. I think there's more to come from, more to come from both of these mm. nations for sure. Well, I think that that was quite a nice group in, in general. general. Having having Croatia, Denmark, and Belgium was is good because they're three teams who are probably of a similar yeah. standard as well. Um, so I think that's quite good because it, everyone had a fighting chance at coming out with a win there because we've definitely had groups in the past where you, oh, yeah. you're going there knowing you might not get a win here. There's yeah. quite a good chance. I think that's good for them. Um, um, yeah. We, a check beat into Italy was... Um, that was a quite a close game I think, in, their, in their group. Especially the Czech men. And I only say this because, to be honest, I couldn't tell you anything else about the Czech women, but I know we'll get to it next. Honestly, just go from strength to strength to strength. Like, from my first Euros with you, when we had that shock loss we don't talk about um, against Wales, they're just cementing themselves as solidly top, mm. top, top four, top well, they six. Got, they like, got fifth, in, fifth in ultimate categories. Yeah. And it's just... Pretty, pretty damn good. It's so it's impressive. They're definitely playing... No, they do have a... No, I think Pirates go to the Austrian League, don't they? Budapest Pirates. Yes. From Hungary. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that coming and you didn't help me. Um, <laughs> what did you expect? There are there are a handful of there are a handful of oh. Czech teams who do play in the, Hungary, uh, the Austrian Hungary. League. Not a Hungarian league. Does- while you're thinking about this, we'll move on to Group B because my comment about having three teams of a similar level does not apply to Group B, and I'm sorry, Norway, that isn't Denmark. Um, that's having Hungary, who obviously uh, are getting fairly established now. Scotland, They're pretty, pretty beefy. A reju- yeah, a reju- rejuvenated French men's team and England with your group. That's that's a rough draw, as it proved to be for them. England topped the group, not too surprising, but some good games in there. The first half, I think, was the first I mean, half the- of the France game. Or second, I think one of them was pretty competitive. I know obviously the scoreline didn't quite reflect one it. Of the, but... like, I think Scotland, the Scotland game, like I think England got a decent lead and Scotland started bringing it back. I think that was quite a close game. Uh, more Steve content yes, in for, the Scotland game. As someone who was there for every one of the games, I cannot tell you because they all blend. <laughs> After four yeah, you days, get... they just blend. But yeah, Steve, Steve content in the England-Scotland <laughs> game takes a jump catch, a single at the back, runs forward, puts in a fake and does a block catch to win the set. <laughs> And then just another casual double flick over yeah. his shoulder while Finn and Harrison are going absolutely nuts next to him. It's uh, it's he the type of content we like. Such a good tournament. Like obviously he's a very talented man, but like I've not seen him play like that in some time. Uh, and Scotland having a bit of a I think that we weren't really sure how we thought Scotland were going to do when we spoke prior to the tournament. Yeah, a bit a bit odd given that I think they team is stronger their team's stronger on paper this time around compared to Yeah. Drafting. Scotty did injure himself end of day one, I think. Uh, yes, I think so. And then was back for the finals. Did I, I didn't get to see it. The France Scotland game, how was it? It's on court one. It was uh I would, yeah, thoroughly recommend checking it out and it, that was actually quite relevant to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means it's commentated. It wasn't just a really autistic answer. one. There we go. <laughs> 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 I'll just cut any further analysis. Because um, um, the French really came out um, for this. For this, the French men had a great time this year. Right. Which yeah, I think yeah. again we weren't necessarily expecting. No, no, not at all. Not not expecting. It's not not. It's, like, they've had a really up and down last few. Yeah. yeah. I, 
yeah, I, last year they didn't do very well in the men's. I don't think they came was it the year before. Okay, in Jackson. Yeah. Within the last few, they've had one where the men's didn't do well at all. My, my last one, they didn't the do very well. Yeah, I think they, um, they, yeah, they, and probably weren't fancied to get out of that group either on paper. So um, it, yeah, it's good to see them coming back fighting. Though, like it's it's good to get more competitive teams in that division because it was getting a little bit predictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that well, I mean, we'll come into it more in the more in the knockouts, but um, kind of going from strength to strength in that in that regard. Um, no surprises to see who came top of Group C, I suppose. Austria doing Austria things. That was good. But what we said in mixed about Switzerland being a bit hit and miss, their men's team is very, very much hitting the men's because this is why I was a bit surprised at their mixed performance. Were they separate squads or was Benjamin Favre going in all the teams again? Favre. Favre. Put the accent on. It's my Swiss. Um, I don't believe he played too much mixed remembering mm. I mean we didn't I didn't really see Switzerland mixed play at all to be honest but um, I think they prioritised their individual um, gender, gender teams which was to their benefit this time around mm. um, yeah so we had a nice cyclical um, wins and losses between us Switzerland and Netherlands because um, Wales just loves to be involved in these uh... we, yeah we love to do all the hard work in the group and then, <laughs> and then throw away as the fourth rank team um, more on that in the women's. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, and then Netherlands probably landing about where they should in that group, I think, because we know Netherlands mm. are very powerful throwing arms. I think um, them it's, it's sort of holding it together tactically, isn't it? But that looked points. a lot better this year yeah. than mm. it has in previous. So yeah, definitely. Next year they'll probably be looking to push on again. Yeah, I mean, they, they're, I think their sort of mechanics is still their main strength, but they, once they kind of like. Once they play a bit more, play a few more Euros, and eventually, if they get like a slightly kinder draw, then I wouldn't be surprised to see them in a see them in a quarterfinal eventually. It's harder as well, isn't it, in the smaller national systems? Mm. In that, if you, it's very easy to develop a style, sort of that everyone kind of plays because everyone kind of plays it, and then yeah, if you don't get challenged, yeah, if you don't get challenged, you don't become particularly adaptable, mm-hmm. which is um, which is a, something as well because we had a. We had a conversation when you got back about whether actually there are enough teams now in that middle category. So if you've got you've got your big three hands, Spain, um, and so who are who just have a, such a large pool to draw from, and then you have the Austrian thing of they've got a fairly large pool but also quite a small system. So not only are they very talented, they're playing together an awful lot. And similarly with Northern Ireland, now the middle of the pack is catching up. We were wondering whether Wales and Scotland are arguably sort of uniquely disadvantaged because they've got the biggest system with a very small pool. So their players are playing the together least, mm. even though they're probably playing at a higher... The, the yeah. league would afford them to play at a higher level, but the other teams are benefiting from having a decent level of league, but a lot more cohesion and sort of partnerships as they move on to their national teams. I don't know if people think there's anything in that. I thought that was quite an interesting mm. point. I've actually made it coherently for once. <laughs> Let it be known. Let it be known Today is made, the day. I made one uh, point. I think there's any particular surprises what? here. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it more in the final. Bloody hell. Like, Northern Ireland men's this tournament. Just <laughs> unreal. Smashed out of the damn park. And huge props to Sweden. Really good, really good to see them getting second in the group. Mm. 
the the third the, fourth, the third of the big four the fourth of the big four Spain has fallen Spain has fallen <laughs> to third and then the Irish men coming bottom of that group Sosby what can you do against Spain what can Honestly. you do against Spain <laughs> um yeah I mean I say that, that like, I think out of the other actually that's a terrible point what I was going to point out is that the other big the other two of the big three had much bigger set differential compared to Northern Ireland. But is it because they played one fewer games? That is the primary reason. <laughs> um, so, yes, well done to Austria and England for getting more set points because they played more games <laughs> compared to Northern Ireland. It's a skill. It's a skill. Very good. Speaking of the 20 minute halves, did we see any absolutely <laughs> massive. <laughs> Who was talking about 20 we minute were. halves? Oh, it's because you know. Yeah, 20 minute halves in, those, in Euros now. Yes. Yeah. There was there was one. I think it was the Netherlands against. Because we were Serbia. very concerned about a massive pasting. Um, I think if only I... if there's a big copy first. <laughs> Fucking hell. So Serbia's results in the men's, thirty-eight-two to Switzerland. Oh. Um. Where else? You were genuinely concerned we might get a fifty-nil. Forty-nil in mixed against oh. Italy. Um. This is all day one, by the way, <laughs> for what it's worth. Um, 38-0 against Wales. I'll tell you what, it makes me... The fact that we beat Belgium 36-0 once makes me feel really good. We did that in that the, 40, the, the that normal half. In just half an hour. Yeah. 40-0 against Belgium. 45-1 against the Netherlands. <laughs> that's, 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 that's essentially average in just under a minute and a half yeah. because you've got the full 30-second mm. full thirty second reset time. What is it, 20, is it 20 seconds or 30? 30. 30. Full 30, isn't it? Which, that's insane. <laughs> No, so was that 30 seconds eating to the half clock or was the, yeah. was the half paused yeah. for 30 seconds? No, yeah, eating into the time. So basically stand, the match clock continues running but it standardises the amount of time between sets. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Which no, kind of makes I, sense. I like the so idea for of a 20 fun. minute half, what, so, you, so each set lasts up to three minutes. Traditionally. You actually don't play that many more sets as a result though. Yeah. It's quite interesting. Fair enough. Oh, yeah, quite interesting. I do like... For me, visually, I find these quite confusing, but it's fine because Sam's about to talk, talk us through it, and it's an audio format. <laughs> Instead of a confusing visual medium, here's a confusing audio medium. Um, Denmark, so yeah, Denmark just losing out by one one set. Oof. That was an overtime defeat, yeah. which Will was very sad about between, uh, between Denmark and Hungary. Sorry to hear that, Will. It's okay, Will. Yes. Your commentary was very acceptable. We support you. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, so the fifth place teams in all the groups played a round robin, which Norway came up on top against Croatia and then Serbia. Um, all the teams came fourth in their respective groups. So Denmark, Hungary, Netherlands and Ireland. Denmark lost to Hungary and Netherlands beat Ireland. Hungary then beat the Netherlands to get 13th and Denmark beat Republic of Ireland to get 15th, which still not bad for a, not bad for a debut. Um, the best of the debuting Men's Nations actually Denmark yes. so, so props to them I think that is the highest debut tournament team has finished isn't it quite possibly apart from like the first one but we, I think that's a bit of a technicality we can't be asked to censure it but sure it feels right <laughs> yes no no one comes here for facts um, teams that came third so in their groups us beat somehow beat the powerhouses of Spain um, and Scotland beat Belgium 
Um, and then in the Who Hates England more derby between Scotland and Wales. <laughs> I don't between Belgium and Spain. <laughs> <laughs> it could be between any any of the teams who went there. Um, yes, we beat, Scot- we beat Scotland by a set and Belgium beat Spain. So I enjoyed our, I enjoyed our Scotland game. How much um, did you win? That was an extra reason to enjoy it, but it was enjoyable. Winning does always, add at least always, two points. Always nice to play Cam Ralston. Well, it really isn't. He's a pain in the ass to play against. But, um, he got so good. That never happens to balls of steel players. I know. <laughs> um, nope. And then, yeah, the... Some people want some the, the, the good teams. Who cares about them? <laughs> Which side are we starting from? Surely left the to right. The inside. So France beat... Czech twenty two ten. Which pretty is, convincing to be fair. Yeah, so Czech big 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 ups to France on that one. And then Sweden lost to Austria, but twenty two twelve, which I would say is a really good showing from Sweden. I think that, that they're under what, no illusions to how good Austria are. That result flattered Austria, I think, in my yeah. in my view. I mean I can't I commentated on it. I think it was basically that like Sweden got it down to two v twos so often in that first half and um then they then they came out um and like the first half was like like 12-2 or something to austria just because they've they won they made the right decisions in the crucial moments which i think the sun has always played sweden but um still a good showing nonetheless um then the other quarterfinals england a very business-like performance against italy shout out obviously tom bell 6v1 Yes, indeed. If you haven't seen it, then get out from that rock you've been living under for the yeah. last few months. Subscribe to Dodge Highlights already. God. Um, and then Northern Ireland, equally business-like against us. And, um, then, then weird shit happened. Um, 18-14 in that game doesn't tell the story, does it? No. I'm trying to remember, like, I think I might have blanked it out. Or I just didn't watch it. <laughs> There were two distinct possibilities. Well, the Northern Ireland England game. Yeah. So I did watch it, and my my big takeaway was um, we've seen teams come out and play aggressively and go yeah. really like just balls to the wall. Let's go throw everything yeah. we can as hard as we can. I've not seen many teams do that against opposition of that level. Mm. You like uh, you know? In, in, oh no, I did watch it. So in domestic yeah. level, Meteors and Spartans play each other. That's the obvious two. And it's it's quite cagey often at the start. Yes. There's lots of singles back and forth. and uh, Northern Ireland came out. Absolutely not. And, and just, th- I've never seen anyone throw that aggressively at an England team before, ever. Yeah. And I think that caught... <laughs> yeah, and I think it caught some of the lads off. And then they were rattled early doors. And in the first half... Northern Ireland did everything with such conviction, whereas England looked a bit more nervous in their actions. It's a real comeback in the second and then half. The second it? half score is almost like is huge for England because they were they only had I think maybe two points at half time or four. Well, because I was com- I was commentating Austria against France, and yeah. the scoreline of that of that half was fourteen two to Austria, and then I said something around the lines of. This semi-final looks relatively done and dusted. I imagine the one, the other one, caught one that is a little bit more close sports. Also, fourteen to a half time, <laughs> which which is obviously mental. The fact that it finished eighteen yeah. fourteen is then a testament to England's mm. comeback mm. powers. Because when was the last time someone beat Northern Ireland twelve six and a half? Yeah, they've like, absolutely dominated pretty, the second oh, sorry, half 12, to, to do it. So it's obviously it came a little bit too late. There was you know a few sets too late for them, but it shows yeah. the mental strength to come back because that could have they could have easily just caved into themselves. 
like even further. So you've got to respect the, the, the chase that England gave during that. I think we did see a much more resilient England this time round, which is really good. And we'll get to it in the women's even more so. But I think that is potentially a criticism or a sort of constructive point that we yeah. had when we spoke previously. And it does look like... I cause You can't fall for hard work. Like none of us would, could ever sit here and say that England don't work incredibly hard for yeah. it. But I think obviously a lot of the mindset and um, sort of team building stuff that has been going on I'd say has been obviously incredibly effective because as you say I think previously we've seen that slide in that England lose a toehold and that it always felt like they were so unused to that happening they really struggled mentally to get back into a game sometimes and we've seen them lose I think potentially a bit harsh but more so on the men's side than others maybe that's where they've slid in the last few years sort of out of those finals or out of those gold medal places but I think you're right this year you really did see them dig their heels in but like no actually we can take a bit of a battering and still rally and come back which yeah. is very exciting looking mm-hmm. forward again because I think to not sort of to tell us Northern Ireland are now cemented as people that you really need to worry about they are just as much a threat well, they're, as they're, they're, they're current leaders for men's in europe i believe aren't they oh yeah, yeah. they've won the yes, last probably, yeah. yeah so yeah northern, Ar- northern, northern Ar- ireland are actually the they're, ones they're, to beat they're now the one they're the ones to beat now they're no longer the chasers they mm. they were kind of like i don't plucky underdogs is harsh but you know what i mean they always that was, their, that was their card they always used to they were came so close but never always, really did. yeah always the bride's whereas bride, yeah, yeah. Bride, but now it's now it's the way around but obviously like i said the, the debutants for both sides as well um, Sam Lab had a great tournament. Imagine having so many wings. You put Sam Lab on at four, and I hadn't actually seen that much in this tournament. I think that was actually in the final. Yeah, I'm blinding. Yeah, he had a really good round. And then obviously, Sam never does that for Storm. That's so hard. <laughs> and then obviously for England, we talked I've about we talked about Tom six v one. That was great. Yeah. Uh, Dan Evans and Jamie both had good debuts as well. Yeah. Um, you know, first of many Euros for them if they want it, mm. I imagine. So it's especially now Diamonds doesn't seem to be made out of glass. Yeah, now he's now he's fit and firing, thank God. Yeah. Um, from there, so you know, you know, I, I I was as soon as they got drawn together, I would have guessed the winner of that semi. I was going to back for the final Fine. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think. I'd like to think I said that. I'd cut, we'll have to go back and check this one. Yeah. That, that episode will shortly be disappearing. But yeah, yeah, well, again, my, my, my big thing about the Euros predictions was the 40 minute halves will test the fitness and stuff, and the 40 minute halves there. And I said that would benefit England in this game. Their, mm, I, their points, I fully agreed with Their you. points probably yeah. did because without those extra minutes on the end, do they get as close? Yeah. We oh, don't yeah. know. So yeah. it's, if it's like, if it's even if it's 12 4 or like 11 5 at half, then we'll have a very different result. Yeah, so you give it up to Northern Ireland on tactics and maybe England on grit. Yeah, and then the final, if I remember, it's, it felt a bit cagey, but if like Northern Ireland took a fairly, they they they, 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 they respect they kept that lead fairly. Even I think Austria they got two sets ahead, and then it Austria, was big, yeah. big, 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 big. Yeah, but yeah. they never. I don't think Austria. I don't went, think Austria led at any point. No, I, yeah, so it kept going level, as you say, but Northern Ireland just did feel that they sort of had them by the throat, didn't they? Mm. And that it was going to keep you pinned down. And we don't need to win this by a lot. Well, I noticed in the Austrian side as well that Max didn't play as much in the final. I don't know if that was an injury. Uh, Andy was in and out of the wings. Um, Florian Flo, Flo, Flo Leitinger did most of the job at that one position, which he has played in, but he's not started there in big games before for them as much. Mm. So Austria obviously tried a different personnel tack. It didn't quite work for them, but I mean, it's still 18, 12, uh, and again, minutes. Like and it was still a, it was a, a really good game. It's a tribute to the ridiculous quality of the previous two finals mm. that that wasn't the match of the tournament. 
you see what I mean? It was still because yeah, yeah. it was closer than it sounds. It was still yeah, still yeah. sorry entertaining. And it was watch. a People huge played, entertaining. Like everyone played brilliant, really out of their skins. Kelvin was really good. Yeah, really good. I supplement. just remember he got so much of like friendly but abuse from the guy sitting behind us when we were in um, Drafton last year. Um, and then yeah, I thought he was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, Sam Lav. Amazing to see a sort of fully All fit Adam Hill. The, yeah, the, the three, three hills. The three peaks. Is there a third hill? Oh, Shannon. Oh, Shannon. oh not in yes. The, not in yeah, the so I thought meant, sorry, we're talking about I thought meant there was a third brother then. That's yeah. like, <laughs> Nikki Hill. The hills versus the days. Here we go. Yeah. Um, Just wait for a third lighting to come out. Come out of the woodwork as well. <laughs> I think, was it, I don't remember I messaged you or was I messaging Meg Rose about I've never got over watching Adam Hill at Worlds last summer where he wasn't on complete form but was still easily he's you recognize what is easy one of the best players in the world at about 75 percent mm. and then to see him pretty much fully fit i think playing this as well i was just kind of there like but what do you do what do you do mm. like he's a, cheat, he's a bit of a cheat code yeah so good excellent yeah there was congratulations northern ireland again yeah yeah, Indeed, yeah. and doing it the hard way as well beating having to beat both. One of the, one, both of the other two of the big three um yeah uh, and, pro- and also as defending champions, which they never have been before either, I think is yeah. now now the hat trick's on, isn't it? Can they get? Can they yeah. bowl the turkey? Who knows? Three strikes in a row. Okay, and I think as well, huge props to France for getting into the top bracket. Mm-hmm. But I would say probably the fair result and a, and a resilient England coming back to sort of properly put to bed the bronze medal. Mm. Um, so twenty one nine. I think regardless of the of all the teams that came out of the groups. I think that outside of the big three, I feel like regardless of which of the other five teams you put in that other semi-final yeah, spot, I think they're the unlikely to do much better than France did, yeah. in all likelihood. Um, again, commentate the the Austria-France game where Austria kind of put, again, put on a very dominant first half performance than France. Like, started, throw, started like trying to play more expansively and just trying to fight fire with fire and it worked to, to a degree. Um, yeah, an, an enjoyable second, an enjoyable second half, and I think again like a very good confidence booster for them, and probably a bit of a rankings booster as well. They'd probably put them into pot two now. Mm-hmm. I imagine you'd imagine so. Cool. And on to the women. Sweden women topping a group. I'm. I don't think I'm particularly surprised at that result, to be honest. Well, well, well. That makes for shit. Well said, moving on. I'm sorry. Just reel out the results, and you tell me you're surprised. Austria, not surprised. England, not surprised. D, Italy, not surprised. Cool. Job done. No caps. <laughs> Equally unsurprised by all of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sweden women have been really quite strong the past few years, and yeah, so yeah, and I think I think Group A's were always a little bit for lottery with. Croatia throwing the seedings off a little bit, but um, yeah, like we kind of said, Czech women not to be underestimated. Same with same with Swiss, but yeah, Sweden coming Sweden coming out on top, which is mighty impressive. Yeah, uh, and then yes, so I think maybe I'm a little surprised to see the Croatian women in fourth. Maybe I'm not. Did you expect higher mm. or lower? I think maybe I expected higher, but I think the Swiss are very tight. It's mm. um, and then. Yeah, Czechia as well. So it was, it was, to be fair, I think... It's that's quite a, that's quite a, that's a, that's a, quite a strong group considering the top three a, are pots three, two, three, and four. I was going to say, I don't necessarily mean homogenous, but I think it's quite condensed, isn't it? Like where everyone is. So yeah, very I agree. I think of those top three, I think they all saw each other as beatable, beatable. opponents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. 
Spain continue to have the best kit? That's the main question about Euros. Not, not now. We've got our new one. We're very in demand for once. The world kits. I knew we were just doing Spain playing kit. Yeah, <laughs> There's just too much going on. Yeah, There's a lot going on. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind the black one. Yeah, but, out but of the two. I think. Pick. I think the shirt shorts combo for Spain is brash, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> What's that line out of Mean Girls? That's the most heinous effing skirt I've ever seen. Um, yeah. So on to Group B. Austria, not surprised. Unsurprising. Um, but I think <laughs> dropping four points I think of their three Scotland games. will have fancied themselves potentially against Netherlands. I think they would, yeah. So that mm. I'm not necessarily an upset. The Netherlands women always prove themselves to be a right handful. Mm. Um as Wales found out to our cost our cost, their cost. Pick a side, <laughs> Catherine, pick a side. I wiped my hands of that. <laughs> um last year. So I think the Scots I'd be understanding if the Scots women were a little disappointed mm. in that, but I'm I think given they had quite a few newer recruits as well, I think they... Um, yes, they were quite a few new faces actually on that Scottish mm. team. Congratulations to Sadie, of course, on her debut. Debut. Um, debut. Because <laughs> all this really is, is us shouting out other sheriff's people. <laughs> yeah. Of which there were decidedly few in, yes. in terms of current sheriffs. So we're still claiming Sadie and Jamie for an all yeah, the last... Yeah. Sheriff's alumni, plenty. Yeah. Current sheriff's players, not many. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, very stre- stressful for me as an innocent bystander watching Group C. So England, England topped the group, not England surprised. Has, yeah, England having a whale of a time. And then Wales, who originally, I think we'd have been like, yes, probably coming second. I think that's how, that's how the. That's how that's we how thought gr- it would, ha- would come not, out, but not, not how we that, thought it would happen. Not that point distribution, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. England lost to nobody. Nobody, because I meant Wales. Wales lost to Hungary. <laughs> Wales lost to Hungary, and then managed to Hungary. beat France. Yes, and France beat Hungary. So everyone had everyone had one win apart from England, who had three. Yes. Um, and then then we go to the, the whole set difference set amongst all of the teams, and we were helped by the fact that France um, hammered Hungary, and we hammered France. Yeah. And Wales versus Hungary was quite close. So um, Wales came out the best of the rest on that one, which was helpful. Yes. Just um, yeah, and then mm. obviously the Italians hot off the back of a spectacular third place, no fourth place fourth finish place, I think, at yes. Worlds, and a also medals last Euros, very close to medals think last so, Euros. They might have got a medal in. Yeah, maybe Newcastle. I can't remember, or maybe in in. I Ligue think they Nardo. might have. So did they come fourth in? Anyway, Italian women are always near the top of the pile. It's well, yeah, I mean, the, the, the bronze medal match last year was Italy against Northern Ireland, and Italy came out on top in that one, despite having coming into that game against Northern Ireland off the back of a draw against Republic of Ireland, which was a quite an eye-catching result. Yeah. So yes. Very well done to Republic yeah. of Ireland, although I think they will feel very aggrieved it wasn't a win based on the fact that I think they threw away a bit of a set yes. advantage in that game. But and then again, you back, get back into the classic sort of is it experience will out sort of thing or Italy just that little bit more experience of making those clutch decisions in the final dying moments of a set I do feel for mate, don't feel for maybe is not the right word Northern Ireland women um, clearly are an incredibly talented bunch and you can tell by the performance of their mixed team they have a lot of incredibly talented women and they're just struggling to push into that envelope of being a sort of because you ha- obviously you've got your England and your Austria mm. but 
there's then a proper churn just below yes. that of which you know that it's the Northern Irish ambition to be very much near the top of that group mm. but it's just they they seem to be a little less lucky than their men's and mixed side it, sort of not every year but they have more of a chance to sort of trip up I think in sort of achieving those ambitions so I'm really pleased that they came second in the group which is what you would have predicted and I think it would have been a real upset for Republic of to beat Northern Ireland for example even mm. if even with the Ireland Italy result um, and then just really good to see Norway who of course are not Denmark um, doing good to see not Denmark <laughs> no, good to see not Denmark having a team talking of not Denmark not Denmark um, so positional results for this ended up being yeah a group for the 15th through 17th of which Belgium came out on top ahead of Spain and Norway um, this formatting is horrid for what it's worth um, but I think these two semi-finals between Switzerland beating Scotland and France beating Republic of Ireland are put people in these positional games potentially yes um, so yeah that led to Hungary beating Scotland and Croatia beating Ireland in their positionals between 11th and 14th of which Hungary then got 11th and Scotland got 13th so after Hungary I, beat Scotland and Scotland beat Roy I think again Scotland will be feeling slightly hard done by that but because you can kind of extrapolate from the Hungary-Croatia score I think Scotland would have also had a really good shot against Croatia I would probably agree with that I so, mean, yeah but it's that'd be the way the cookie crumbles sometimes or whatever the saying is and then the carnage that is the knockout draw for this so um sweden top in the group got a quarter final against the netherlands which i commentated and i had a whale of a time commentating that game that was a very very good game yeah. um <clears throat> excuse me england well, yeah northern ireland getting second in the group meant they had england in their quarters which was again a pretty close game on paper 15-9 but England coming out on top. Yeah. Um, Austria running riot against Czech in the other, in one of the other quarters, and then Italy against Wales again. A game I commentated and very much, um, I say, in, would have enjoyed very much more as a neutral than as a, a as a Welsh leaning person. But um, again, yeah, recommend checking out both of those quarterfinals, both on court four, um, if you would like to. And it I is interesting, I think, and a testament to how strong the women's side of the, the women's draw is, that actually the only... Because I, I think I remember vaguely watching the England-Northern Ireland knockout, mm. and I think it was closer than that within the sets, yeah, although yeah. it was never really... The score made it look like it wasn't in doubt, yeah. but every set you were like, ooh. Um, whereas it would only really be the Croatia-Austria game that you'd call a... It's not even a whitewash, like Czechia's done really well to get the five, five points there. But... Um, that was the le- least closest one and yes. I think that and that's what you want you want close matches going all the way through to the final because mm-hmm. that's what breeds such an exciting tournament and I mean on that like <clears throat> Czech are clearly not a not a poor team on the basis that of all those teams that lost their quarterfinals Czech um, yes. were the better team against Wales and then beat Northern Ireland in a um, by one set so, for fifth so a very very impressive showing from Czech and this is where Northern Ireland keep getting caught, isn't it? Just like we said, and that that yeah. four 
four below the four. So Italy, again, showing their quality, have, have got in with the big... Yeah. Well, well, Italy and Sweden have yeah. made the big four this time, but you could sub any names in the bot- in the in fifth to eighth into those two boxes and be like, oh yeah, of course, that makes mm. sense. Like they're, And all of those teams would have wanted that so badly. Yeah. It's also going to make it incredibly <clears throat> difficult to dislodge Italy from the top pot as a result. I yes, because their draw Italy, is Italy will continue having more favourable draws, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to have to take, someone's going to have to upset Italy in a group to then basically drag Italy back down into the mire that is that sort of like chasing pack. Yeah. Um, but no one managed it this time around. Italy walking away with bronze after being Sweden in I think Incred- was it incredibly close wasn't very, it very very yeah. yeah I think I can't remember if it was 90 second or an overtime so it, yeah. It yeah 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 incredibly and I think yeah just close. like one one player in it I think actually Sweden made a hit with a leap of faith to take it to overtime they, I, I believe I believe so yeah something like that there was something there was an issue, yeah there was an issue with a leap of faith if I remember rightly um I think about rest, what, a couple of the rest tried to say missed, but then a couple of I, I can't remember like whether it's hit tired. before or after yeah. time or whatever. Yeah. It, was a re- it was a really really close decision, but Italy coming out on top regardless in the end. Um, yeah, would definitely recommend watching both both of these games were uh, both the medal matches again mm. like like for all the categories was pretty mesmerising viewing to be honest. Um, but England coming out on top against Austria for the first time in. Far too long for that with England ladies team. I still get giddy every time I think about it. That performance and so, that final, so the atmosphere from the ladies and just the sheer joy. Because um, it was 13-11 and it was a 90-second set. set. Um, and at that point, England were like, well, we win or draw this set. We've, We've done won. it. Yeah. And then Alice Bonds and Europe, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll have two catches, please. Thank you very much. But you want to know the be- you want to know the best bit about that, and I don't I don't want to take anything away from Alice because especially after it must the resilience from her individually to have unfortunately been the victim of the sudden mm. death. Yeah. Because you can't win a sudden death, really, can you? You lose it because someone gets yeah. out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What I, do you know what I mean? Like psych- I mean, psychologically, yeah. like you have very much. There is very much a singular loser as well as obviously the team that wins. Um, so for her to come back and have that moment at the end of the nine second set but I will be using that set as a coaching example for as long as I can be bothered to keep coaching this stupid sport because actually when you look what Alice did was incredible um, but every single thing Alice did England belt and braces the Austrian that threw, <laughs> that threw at Alice got hit immediately afterwards. Yeah. So actually, if you run the maths, didn't actually matter that Alice made any of those catches because England would have got so many hits off those plays, they still would have come out a player up. And it was just, on, yeah, on, as I said, the, the resilience the, the, of England yeah, this the, tournament. The England ladies this, this time round. Mental, yeah, absolutely they, they, mental. They put everything into it and... Yeah. Abby Gower... Now oh, a yeah. catcher. Oh, yeah. No one knew. Oh, yes. No one knew. <laughs> yes. Never used to do that for us. If, 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 if ever you like watching footage, you see Abby Gower make a catch. If myself or Tom are in the in the frame as well, just watch the reactions. Yeah. <laughs> just but, general bafflement. <laughs> <laughs> so so many of those girls had like 
the best I've played them see mm-hmm. play, see them <laughs> yes that the best I've seen them play in a while and then but as well and you also you just can't take anything away from the Austrian and I think it goes for yeah. all it was so exciting A to have three different nations win the final I think it's such a healthy place for mm-hmm. European dodgeball to be mm-hmm. and I know with Worlds coming up there's a lot of like focus on that for like a number of reasons we've got Will so there's no GB. Will Europe continue to dominate in cloth? Will we dominate more because there's yeah. more, or will it basically be more GB be for England and then Wales, Scotland? And, well, yeah, what do you do? Because you've now got two problems at least, and Scotland and Wales will want a hand in that as well. And then, of course, you've got what you're going to do with foam. But what an amazing place for European dodgeball to be to create three finals and a number of semis and a number of third place playoffs. Which are some of the most watchable matches I've ever seen. I lit text. I can't remember who I. I think it was the sheriff's chat afterwards. And like I, I'm I like foam. Like as far as British people go, I'm a big fan of foam. But I was just there. Like I don't. I don't know if foam could make me feel like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I know I'm more invested in because I know I know it better and all that jazz. But as a piece of storytelling, like dr- sod drive to survive. Like someone should have been there filming all of that lot because it was unreal. Just and even even being ill with flu, watching it on stream. Alex, Alex Such has been filming everything from the last two Euros. A lot of trainings, the actual tournaments themselves. Yeah, someone there, pay that there's, man. There's going to be some footage. Some footage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because he's also got Emily annihilating me in a last player standing at last Euros on there as well, which is particularly rude because she left me till last on purpose. Um, Smart move from Emily. Really, oh, honestly, we got down to like final four or something, and then I was like, "Did you? Did, did, were you actually worried about me, or did you just give me enough space to do something stupid?" She was like the second one. And I was like, Playing "Love four, you four too." Emily. Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, I knew if I threw it in the right in the right place, you'd just try and jump over it." And I was like, "Oh yeah, fair enough." It certainly does make worlds exciting, this doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, just. Oh, I just want—I literally just want to go back and watch and watch the games as well. I'm so well, so sad I wasn't there. And then, obviously, Worlds is in Austria. We've got a, ho- a European home world, so I really would. I mean, I'd be very surprised if any of these countries don't go to the World Cup. Any yeah. of these European countries. And it's it, going to be massive. It's, 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 it's an division. entire week, isn't it? It's... Yeah, it's an entire week. It's going to be a point of pride as well because we are rightly, as a continent, very proud of the quality of this tournament and I know that where obviously the first, last Worlds being the first time we'd all been there together like Flame and Cloth and the our first one on WDBF there was a lot of talk about sort of all and I actually spoke to Wayne about it just like oh well, you should definitely come over to a Euros there were just some interesting cultural differences in sort of like previously at WDF tournaments they've managed to get enough volunteers that everything is volunteer ref so the nations don't yeah. ref at all whereas of course we're very used to you need to provide five or six people some of them yeah. be timekeeping and I don't think friction's the right word but it was just an expectation difference wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. about where people mm. need to be what nations need to be looking out for all that kind of stuff and we do like to think that we have very well run sort of well attended um, slick tournaments and I thought the production values were amazing this year so huge shout out to yeah. Zoe Wells and mm. team and all the commentators all the referees yeah, it was a very, very well-run tournament. Yeah, and even s- like we were a little bit worried because obviously you had the main hall and then you had the, the, yeah. the smaller upstairs hall with like a couple of courts. But even though, even they were, yeah, they were run really well. Yeah, so it's just 
it's a very exciting time to be interested in European dodgeball, I think, mm. especially with Worlds coming yeah. up next year. I'm, I'm excited to see. And you should all go. Everyone the, should the go. Tournament to be Austrian spawn. Yes, because I know Max Golder will be there. This will this is his flagship moment, isn't it? Mm. Like as president of EDF to be hosting it in his own country. With let's not lie, eyes on three world golds for the Austrian cloth team. And I wouldn't Why not be, six? Well, quite. <laughs> I wouldn't be at all surprised if the Austrian foam effort is slightly different to it was last year. Not that they did badly, to be mm. fair. Um, but it's got oh, it's just such yeah. so good, and it's not an eight-hour flight away. Um, unless you get lost. Unless you get lost. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're Sam Rich trying to get your skirt. <laughs> Three days later. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. So I know. I think. I feel like I've eventually made some decent points. As long as it wasn't geography, I was doing all right. 